Thank you for joining us at What's the Scenario Podcast. I'm Yaz Qureshi. Today's episode will be focused on the college experience. I'm joined by Mikhail Rafiki, who organized a panel with three of his peers, all of whom are incoming freshmen. They discuss their fears and aspirations of starting college. So, Mikhail, who did you invite to the podcast? I invited three of my close friends, Rukeen, Moid, and Mahad. And the reason I invited them is because, um, first, they're close friends of mine, but also they're going to three different colleges. One of them's in, um, going to community college for a year, another one is at Rice, and then one is at UTD, like everyone else that's probably listening to this. So, what did you expect to discover in this podcast? I just thought it'd be like people would be scared of like the academic, like how hard it'd be academically and all that. But I feel like after we started the podcast, I got like something completely different. All right, so today we're going to be talking about college and how prepared you feel going into your first year. So, first, all the panelists need to introduce themselves. Hello, um, my name is Rakeen, and um, I'm a comp sci major, and uh, I will also be doing pre-med as well while I do computer science and I'm attending UTD. Hi, my name is Moid. I will be doing uh, aerospace engineering or mechanical engineering, but for the first year, I'm going to Colin. My name is Moid. I'm doing biochemistry and business administration, and I'm going to Rice. And for those of you who don't know, my name is Mikhail. I'll be going to Colin for the first year. And I'm doing a double major in international relations and business. So how do you guys, do you guys feel like you're emotionally prepared for college? Um, I think yes, because um, uh, my sister, she's like um, about to graduate like this, this December. And she's like graduating a little bit early. And I feel like she's prepping me and, you know, kind of like talking me through everything and also in high school, I took um, a bunch of AP classes, so I feel like that has kind of kept me on track and like on my toes and like uh, ready to expect what's coming during college. Yeah, for me, I think I'm I'm ready. Like, it's a, it's a really big transition from high school to over, over to college, but it's something that's that it's you can figure it out. Like a lot of people have figured it out before you, and, and it's not going to be that hard. It's not it's not as hard as you think. But I think the hardest part for me transitioning into college was, you know, because especially I got laid into it, and that's why I'm going to Colin. But Colin's not that bad because I'm going to be, like, paying less, and, you know, I'm going to be getting all my prerequisites out of the way. But the hardest part I found about that transition was, like, trying to, like, make your classes, trying to make your schedule, because, like, in high school you had, like, an automated schedule, like, it went through a system, and all of your classes were generated. But when, but in this one, you have to like make all your classes like in. You have to craft a, your schedule yourself. So that's the hardest part I found out about this. I mean, I think I, uh, making your own schedule was like kind of a better thing. It's like kind of an advantage because you can manage your own time. And you know, there's like other stuff you might do while in college, like if you're working or like you know you have like some other, not really extracurricular, but like other um, assets that are gonna like better you in the future going into your professional life i mean what do you think has like prepared you to be like emotionally prepared you for college because the like college and high school are very different emotion not just like academically but like emotionally because in high school you're living at home well even if you're living at home in college you have a lot less freedom in high school 
and you're basically everything is laid out for you. You're just laid out for you while in college. Um, you have to choose your schedule. You're more everything is basically in your hands, if that makes sense. That's true, and you have like no like, space to um, really like in a way I'd say mess up because it's the beginning of like your actual life. I'd say. Yeah, like, it's you have more control over your life, which is the scary part, but it's also, like, something that you can be excited about. Like, you've got to have freedom, and you can make your own decisions as a human now, and no one's going to be holding your hand through it. So that's going to be a good life experience. I feel like I'm not completely emotionally prepared for college because the jump is so big, and we haven't really, none of us have, not all, none of us have, like, really moved away from home and, like, been our, on, like, on our own. So going to college is going to be something completely different, something that we're not, like, we haven't been prepared for. Especially, it, it also is a huge impact on your parents because your parents are also, you know, introduced to this thing where it's like, oh, you, you're going to be moving away potentially, right? Yeah. And you're going to have to go live on your own. And you're, I think the parents get real concerned about, you know, how are you going to live on your own and how are you going to adjust? I mean, honestly... Yeah, that's true. Honestly, not only are like our parents concerned, but like we're concerned because once we're at, like we're, we're excited at first, like oh we're gonna be away from home, we can do whatever we want. But then when we move out, we're like oh shoot, we're all alone and we have to do everything ourselves. So it's kind of stressful. Well, I feel like that's if you it. have that, no, but I feel like if you have that mentality, oh you know, do everything myself. I mean, eventually you're gonna have to do it. You can't like not be prepped on how to live your life. You have to right. kind of be out there and figure it out yourself because like, we can't be babied our like our whole life you know like since we're going to college it's, it's just a taste of reality i guess like we're starting to become more responsible so i feel like if you do eventually move out or something like that like i want to transfer like after like a year or two to somewhere else you know like ut or something like that and that's something i look forward to doing so like i feel like that's something that's driving me to work harder the uh, first couple of years or something first a year or two all right, so basically bouncing off of being prepared, how do you feel like high school has prepared you for college? Like, do you feel like they've prepared you, like you feel very prepared for college or you don't feel prepared at all? Like, I mean, the thing I, is, like, I haven't gone to classes, so, like, I can't really tell if I was prepared I mean, or not. Like, I feel like I have to, like, wait for school to start, actually. I mean, I, we, I took calling classes in high school, which gives you an idea of, like, how the professor is going to treat you and, you know, how how the class schedules and stuff are going to work because Colin in school in high school the dual credit stuff was completely independent from uh, your actual high school. It, the only thing that was related was the credit that you were getting. So I feel like some of that prepared me and also the AP classes I took. A lot of like especially uh, I had this teacher this year, Mr. Grizzle. He was really good at like talking us through things and you know preparing us for the next step. So I really have to give a lot of credit to him. He was really helpful. But yeah, I think dual credit helped a lot of that. Uh, it's like I personally feel like I'm not. I'm not sure if I'm complete. If high school completely prepared me, because I remember like yeah, AP classes like the workload is the same. But then teachers would always say, "Oh, college teacher or professors aren't going to be like us. They're not going to be like us. They're going to be like this, this." But then like they didn't really teach the way the prof they said the professor would teach. They teach their own way. But they're like, okay, you got to be prepared for when the teacher's like this. But then they wouldn't do anything to like help us. Like prepare to for a teacher like that. They just they push us to do something. And then we're like, oh, 
in college your teacher isn't going to push you to do your work or make you do your work. But and I so think like, what they did was like the pushing and stuff was actually a good thing because no, no, I'm not we saying know it's a that bad thing. I was just saying it's not like the same way, like the way they're saying colleges. I'm saying the way they're teaching and the way they're saying that professors are teaching are very different like styles. So I don't think high school has completely prepared us for college, if that makes sense. I mean, I feel like all teachers have their own style. Like no professor is going to be the same either. And that's why you should always use Rate My Professor before signing up for a class. <laughs> yeah, that's a really that's a really good website. No, no, I'm serious. I'm serious. Wait, but what if you do if they don't have a Rate My Professor? No, they typically usually have most of the teachers. Like, yeah, they, they, they have most of the teachers. <laughs> but you're not always going to have a choice of, you know, using Rate My Professor and stuff like that. So it's, I feel like it's a strong ability to be able to be, you know, adaptable to any situation that you're put in. So whether you're put in with a teacher that's like, you know, rated 1.9 or you're put in with a teacher that's rated... You know, you should do the work and get a good grade regardless of whatever the teacher's rated because at the end of the day, as long as you know that you're working as hard as you can, uh, you shouldn't be disappointed because, you know, you know you're working as hard as you can unless you're not, you know, you're not going to be upset about it. You're not going to regret doing something. Yeah, because honestly, you can't, if, if you do bad in college, you can't really blame it on the professor or the class, it's honestly your fault because you didn't take the effort to work hard enough. And if the professor yeah. is, like, you know, bad necessarily, like, you know, quote-unquote bad, um, then why are you relying on the professor in the first place? Go to the library, study, do your own work. Study as hard as you can on your own. Do the work on your own. Be independent. Why are you relying on someone? As long as you're dependent on someone, you'll never be able to cross, like, further than you, you know, further than your limitations. Dang, you you're gonna be moment? stuck in that bubble. What? Nothing. Nothing. Just <laughs> do what? Do what? Never mind. I was just trying to make a joke. It didn't work. All right. <laughs> never mind. At least it's just funny. Guys. I'm better at that stuff. Thank you. Thank you. How do you think high school has failed you? Huh? That's a hard one. I gotta think about that one. All right. Think. Uh, I think it really failed me. I thought high school was a blast, to be honest. But like, I don't know. If I, I mean, I'm I'm kind of scared of going into college, and that is the whole like in, like transition thing. But I, I thought I thought senior year was a blast. I mean, high school in general, you aren't really unless you have like an older sibling, especially. No one's really gonna prepare you for like what's coming up next. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly. What you mean. Which, which in my case, I did. I, I have I have an older brother. He prepares me for this stuff, and he you know he said he's like, oh, you better bring this into this class, otherwise you're not gonna do this. So, you know, those kinds of things really help. But uh, I don't think it's, high school's failed, failed me in any way. My yeah, high school failed me by not having any attractive uh, females, you know? That's <laughs> uh, all I was looking for and was not what am I supposed to do? Oh, you like Oscar. <laughs> like, as soon as I'm about to graduate, like, some attractive nice girl comes in. like, man, I'm going to leave, and now you come. Okay, next question. What's y'all's biggest fear going into college? I don't have one. The workload, math class, bro. Math class is what I'm afraid of. Okay, Not so being why? Popular. I just feel like if you keep thinking like, oh, I'm scared of this or something, it's going to get to your head. I mean, if you have like a positive mentality and like a good work ethic and you plan everything out, I mean, nothing should be way too difficult. So like, you're not I, I worried think. about anything in college, at least for this first year. I mean, a couple of things far in the future, like maybe the MCAT or something, but I mean, I don't, I don't want to fear it, but like, 
it's just something like he, like constantly like worried about, I guess. Makes sense. Well, see, I'm I'm going into an engineering major, and then you see the, the statistics like, oh, like fifty percent of the engineering majors don't graduate on time because they're failing classes and stuff, and it, like fifty percent like drop out, whatever. You know that that's that's scary to me. I know, but you can't. You gotta think about the other fifty percent that doesn't fail. Yeah, exactly. But you just don't want to be part of the that fifty percent that fails and that fifty percent that drops out. Mahad, you should uh, forget business. Just become a motivational speaker. <laughs> Why? I have I suck at those. You're motivating them um, to be that top fifty percent. I think. No. Okay. So. I feel as if, why are you thinking about it in the first place? Like, you know, why are you thinking about the the 50% fail, 50% this, 50% that? You know, I, I, who cares? You do you. You study as hard as you can, you work as hard as you can, and you wouldn't have to worry about 50% that, 50% this. Do your own thing. Yeah, don't let this... I agree. I agree. I, I agree, applied, I applied to Rice not thinking that, oh, only 13, 14, 15, 16% get in. I applied thrice because I felt like I worked my butt off in high school. I deserved this, and I knew I would get in. I'm not you know, trying to be cocky or anything, but I worked hard for it. And, sure. you know, you know, ta-da, I'm in Houston now. Look at me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, personally, my biggest fear is... Like the independence, because the workload is going to be oh, hard. I'm in downtown, bro. I'm gonna get honeys all over the place now. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, there's a club right across the street. It's haram, dude. Don't go in there. That's not. I'm not gonna touch the alcohol. <laughs> all right, Makai. What were you saying? So, like, my biggest fear is just. All the independence, because, like, I'm excited about, like, being on my own, but also just not having anyone there to push me to work hard, I feel like it's kind of scary, because, like... Push yourself. Yeah, I know, I want to push myself, but, like, I, like throughout elementary school, middle school, high school, my parents were there to push me, my teachers were there to push me, but then in college, it's basically, you're just on your own, you have to push yourself. Yeah, everything everything's on your own. If you don't work hard, if you don't push yourself, you're not going to do well. So I feel like just that. I know, but the thing is, is also, be... it could be yourself. If you're, I mean, if you feel like you need an extra push, you could surround yourself with um, people or something that, you know, are like um, academically like you know set and you know they know what they're doing. Like try to find them if you need advice. Like what we're doing right now. Like if you find people like this, you know, like that can kind of motivate you in a sense. You know. All right, so what are you guys leaving behind when you go to college? Nothing, man. I'm staying at home. I, I, think, I think for me, it's just like, just like, I mean, high school stuff was just kind of playful. Like, it wasn't like always serious. You know, there was like some fun things and stuff like that. But, you know, I feel like going into college, I'm going to be a little bit more serious because it's not something to mess around with, I guess, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because these, these four years count, like really count. I mean, like, I personally know that I'm leaving my childhood behind because, like, um, now, like, when we're going to college, we realize that we're not just kids anymore. We're adults. And whatever we do these next four years will either make or break our future. So if we don't do well, we can jeopardize having, like, the future we want. And if we do do well, we can have an even better future than we were planning on. 
So yeah, that's why you got to work your hardest. That's why you got to do you in college. Don't worry about anybody else who's around you. You got to do yourself, and you got to work as hard as you can. And if you come out of college knowing that you worked as hard as you can, then that's what that's that is when you'll find satisfaction with yourself. Anything else you guys want to say about college? I hope there's attractive females. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think uh, you know you should uh, stay away from the females. Yeah, just for right now, for for a little bit. But at toward the end of college, when you you can get your mungini and your engagement, you ask your parents and stuff. Then yeah, you're all set with the attractive females. You can do everything. No, my testosterone is like an all time high right, right now. Right, Why would right. I wait? Enough about, enough about the, <laughs> the girls. what? Enough about the girls. So do yeah, no, guys... no white girls, no white girls, dude. Oh. Why not? That's like a that's like an extra <laughs> trophy in the Daisy community. <laughs> so do you guys feel like you're leaving any people or friends behind when you're going to college whether it's because you're going out of town or they're leaving yeah I, I mean I'm I'm going to college and a lot of people that I know are leaving and going out of state like my, my one of my best friends is going to Virginia and you know the only time I'm going to meet him is whenever he comes back and I can't just you know hang out with him so I don't know I feel like a lot of my friends are leaving but at the same time like I still got you guys here I still got Mikhail here you know, you gotta make do with what you have. Yes. You know, and I feel like, in a sense, um, it, not, it might not be a bad thing that people are leaving because sometimes um, you can start focusing on yourself. You know, I feel like sometimes in college you might have to be a little bit more selfish in, like, educationally. I'd say, yeah. like, you know, like you need to get what you need first. Like, you can't really like stay stuck on other people. You know. Yeah, like, I mean, a lot of my friends, like my one of my best friends, is going to A and M. Like I'm happy for him because it's it's a school he's been wanting to go to. But at the same time, it's kind of like we've done so much together. Like we were in debate together every weekend. We spent the entire weekend together. There's at tournaments, hanging out. Just we did almost everything together. But then now he's in a different city, and we're rarely going to see each other. So it's just it's for sure like we're, that friendship isn't going to be the same after this because we're so far apart, and we're not gonna we're gonna be this far apart for at least the next four years, if not. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure Aww, we'll find people in adorable. college, you know? I'm sure we'll find people in college. Yeah. We'll Does he have A&M? He's at A&M? Yeah. Oh, I've heard that A&M hunting the, you know, attractive too, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what school do you go to? What high school do you go to? I went to Harmony for those uh, six yeah, girls. Like... Four of them were Daisy. I'm not trying to get, you know, those people. One of them was my cousin, too, so that was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, in DC culture, cousins are fun. Uh, I feel like yeah, uh, he has a lot of sex- sexual frustration built up. And college is going to let it all out. <laughs> Why would I wait till college to let it out, bro? It's Sunday night. <laughs> oh, let it rip. Beyblade, let it rip. Yeah, that was kind of a joke. Already, already said it. Is there anything you guys want to say before we end? Stay savage, get girls. You good in college? Who cares about that, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Forget college. He tried hard to get to rice. <laughs> yeah, I, I you know tried, what? okay. I burnt out my energy. Now I'm chilling. <laughs> Alright, guys. Well, thank you for coming on. Uh, wish you all the best of luck in college. And, yeah.
So, Mikhail, I think that we expected a really academic discussion, a discussion oriented towards success and failure in the academic sense. But what was your biggest takeaway from this episode? Well, um, I learned I learned that most people feared were like more scared about the social life in college and just the change in scenery, I guess, from high school to college. And I also learned that Mahad is really into girls. You've started college at this point. Is it completely different than what you were expecting? I mean, after the podcast, it wasn't that different because of what I heard that everyone else saying. But it was a lot different than what I was expecting at first. It's a lot more free and it's, it's very different than what you expect it to be. Because you literally, you, everything is in your own control. So you choose work what you do like whether you go to class or not you choose if you do your work and all that it's all your decision your parents have no control and that's something i wasn't really expecting it's funny Mikhail. listening to you guys took me back to when i was in high school years ago and how college was this mythical thing and how starting college was supposed to be this momentous experience and then you get there and you suddenly realize that it's not as terrifying as it was made out to be and it's just another part of life anyways i hope college is an exciting time for you guys maybe even good enough for you guys to have a follow-up episode with us but that's it for this episode. Tune in next time when Umar speaks to see the Osama canon and hip-hop legend Brother Ali about finding the relationship between music and Islam and Brother Ali's latest album, All the Beauty, in this whole life. And for those that did not hear, it is with our deepest sympathy that we also want to acknowledge that Sidi Osama was recently diagnosed with ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. Sidi Osama, our thoughts and prayers are with you. Here's a short excerpt from our episode with Osama canon and Brother Ali. A good number if not the majority of American Muslims who I know who converted to Islam had some intersection with hip-hop on their way to, to Al-Islam as, as their spiritual home. So all the beauty in this whole life really is the, the love of God for the Prophet from his eyes. I want to thank Mikhail Rafiki and our panel for today's episode. I also want to thank you for listening. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Scenario Podcast, and you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and anywhere else you find your podcast. I'm Ayaz Qureshi, and it was enchanting to meet you.